the Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob and A.J. Appleton. All right, all right. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me as sort of usual today <laughs> is AJ Applegarth. What's up, man? Welcome back. Uh, yeah, I I don't remember the last time I was on. Um, I don't either. <laughs> it's it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks, man. Uh, but glad it's to have been you. Been since Nam. Do, not do, do, you like, do you like to put your, your sweaty balls in uh, coffee? What is wrong with you? All right, you're fired. Mike, get on, get on. Be, <laughs> be camera ready. We out. Uh, no. All right, so. <clears throat> I'm never camera ready. I mean, are and we? I'm never camera no. shy. Anyway. <laughs> All right, let's go. I don't even know. I can't even talk. All right. So tonight we are going to talk about the big injuries that we had from last week. Bunch of guys hit the IR that are very, very fantasy relevant. And uh, it's going to make a big impact uh, now that the playoffs are right around the corner. Then we'll discuss the injuries here and uh, pretty much call it that. It's going to be a, going to be a good discussion. Good discussion regardless. Uh, so, before we jump into that, though, let's remind you guys to hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, leave those comments, leave those reviews. We appreciate it. And, um, of course, also, guys, you know, playoff time is here. Crunch time is here. You cannot make a bad decision. Get all the help you can get by joining the Fantasy Six Pack memberships. Uh, FantasySixPack.net slash plans. Just $10 a month the rest of the season. Um, you know, you get access to our award-winning rankings. I believe we've still got three guys in our rankings uh, in the top 30 of the Fantasy Pros in-season rankings. We've got me and Nick also. Uh, I don't know how many people actually know about these, but Fantasy Nation, uh, they're doing, they do their own fantasy accuracy contests and uh, I'm in the lead on that one right now. I believe Nick is number four. Some big names in that one too: Jeff Ratcliffe, Jake Seeley, Rob Wozniak, um, a bunch of but you know Rudy, Rudy Gamble's over there. A bunch of bunch of big names that, that are attached to that one too. So a um, little bit different scoring system. They rank the PPR. Fantasy Pros does the half. They also have different like scoring methods, like calculations on how you know things go. So, um, but yeah, we uh, we're doing very well there. Get access to our DFS tools and projections, our betting advice, and then, of course, direct access to all of us on Discord. So you get to ask me, AJ, Mike, behind the scenes here, um, Dave, Eddie, Mark, Keith. I could go on. We're all there. We're all ready to answer your questions, and uh, we'd love to hear from you over there. So go ahead and join. Jump in the conversation. And... Uh, yeah, let's let's do uh, beer of the week, man. Mm, beer. All right, AJ. It's been a little while. What you got, man? I am drinking. Uh, I believe it's pronounced Distill Brewery. I hope. 
Uh, if not, sure. I butchered it. I apologize. <laughs> but your beer is delicious. It is the Deadhead IPA West Coast style. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. It's like hippie-ish, bursting with psychedelic, hoppy, and fruity aromas. Yada yada yada. All right, uh, well, six point nine percent. So, yeah. nah. Uh, it's All right. <clears throat> so I went to the store today, bought a couple newbies for me. Um, this one is I've never had a beer from them before. It's called New Anthem. And uh, I should probably tag Keith on this one somehow because I believe it is a Wilmington, North Carolina brew. Nice. So right down near his hometown of Raleigh. Um, this is the Clapback Double IPA. It's like, I guess it's like Strata primarily hopped. So it's the Strata version of it. Um, first time I've had it. Haven't had a sip yet. Let's see how it goes. Ooh, that's tasty. That is, that is good. That's, uh, do, I need, do I need to give you a minute with your beer? I, uh, Mike, hop on. <laughs> just, just going back to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I'll give that a four. I liked it. I liked it a lot. So Technical to, difficulties. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just throw the uh, crazy drunk picture of the stork or whatever the hell it is. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Thursday night football game update. Thursday, yeah. Tennessee, Green Bay, hot off there. We're not dead yet. Win uh, against what was it? Dallas was Dallas, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> against the Dallas. Dallas Cowboys, we're gonna roll over and play dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't know the score. I actually don't have the game up, so. That's that's my update. These two teams are I'm, playing. I'm glad, I'm glad you <laughs> led one, one last week. I'm, I'm glad you uh, led that I was well, trying to bring participation. Up this, it is 14 to six. Derrick Henry has 48 yards and a uh, touchdown. Uh, yes, Hill has 127 and a touchdown. Blast, I and I believe uh, the the waiver wire darling pickup. Christian Watson also has a touchdown, but yeah, he only has yes. one catch for 14 yards. It just happens to be a touchdown. So, it was also a free play too. So, I mean, oh, right. it almost I didn't count. I missed it. I missed it. But yeah, it's, it's one of those like, yeah, you just, oh, cool. we can practice playing. Ba- but basically this game has been all Tennessee. They are playing game, you know, control the ball, keep Aaron Rodgers off the field and it's working. Um, cause Rogers and, and company, they have nothing. I mean, they're lucky to even have those six points to be honest. Um, but I'll tell you what, the thing that's kind of eye opening here is uh Traylon Burks, man, six for 60. Now he does have a 43 cat, 43 yard catch, but still, Whatever. Hey, with the guy coming off the IR second game back, that's you like, to, you like to see that from, uh, from those guys. So. All right, man. So let's jump into some injury talk. And unfortunately, it is going to be the lead segment of the show. Yeah. Um, usually we like to talk about some strategy, but this is where uh, there is some strategy involved with this, right? So we've got a lot of big name players that have hit the IR right before playoff time and crunch time here. Um and I apologize. You know, I saw the I saw these comments earlier and completely forgot about them because we we moved on. We started talking. But Bob Dole here is a. Uh, do you think Murray will play? I'm assuming you mean Kyler. Uh 
Stay Dude, tuned I, and find out. I mean, we. I think honestly, we we I, don't know. Like both yeah. him and Colt McCoy are are practicing. Um, that's all we know. Unfortunately, we just they're they're both questionable. I think you know for me, and, and it sucks because uh, in the leagues, in the one league where I've got Kyler, uh, it's a fourteen team league, so there's just nothing at quarterback that I would be like, oh, absolutely. I'll just play this guy over Murray. And like, even if Murray plays, it won't be that big of a loss. I mean, I'm looking at guys like I could have played Tannehill tonight. Maybe I could, you know, I could play Andy Dalton. I could play, you know, jokers like that, or I can just wait and hope that Kyler Murray plays. And I've got Colt McCoy on my bench. So I think, you know, it is dependent. I think you got to look at like, the types of players you can pick up and maybe play in place of Murray just in case because they are Monday night. So that's the tough thing. You either have to have a one of those Sunday night quarterbacks as a backup plan. So if you can somehow grab a Garoppolo or if or um, I mean, if you can grab Garoppolo, I would wait. Grab Colt McCoy, I guess. Wait, um, if you're looking at like maybe like a Marcus Mariota, I might just go ahead and pull the trigger and just play Marcus Mariota because, like, honestly, if you're if your only backup plan is Colt McCoy, then uh, you're saying Gino's your backup. Yeah, he's on buy. That doesn't work. So you got to look elsewhere. You're you're gonna have to have a backup plan. You gotta you gotta you gotta pivot and find. You got to at least have a pivot just in case Murray doesn't go. But I think it sounds like in your situation, you're probably having to just stash McCoy and just hope that Murray goes. Because if McCoy plays, we know it's not going to go very well, especially against San Francisco. So, um, all right. So let's jump into these other big, big injuries here and let's get our thoughts on it, AJ. So Cooper Cup is obviously the big one. The biggest one, right? Um, got rolled up on early in the game. High ankle sprain placed on IR. I mean, they're saying they could return, but I just it's not gonna matter for your for your fantasy league at this point. You know, I mean my feeling is this Rams season is lost and they're not they're not really rushing it back. Um yeah. There's not really reason to. I mean yeah. If, if by the time, you know, his, his best case is coming back in week 15, um, which would be the minimum. Um, but, you know, high ankle sprains are not typical, you know, ankle sprain. Um, They're saying they, four to eight. They, week. Yeah, it's a typical, it's like a four yeah, to eight week, depending it's, on. It's a, severity it's a of longer, it, longer definitely recovery. Is. Um, you know, luckily for him, it's, you know, he's a spry small receiver uh jordan davis of the eagles is suffering from the same thing right now and he's like i don't know three hundred thousand pounds uh, <laughs> so <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of stress going on on your, his ankle there um but he's also but the thing with cup right is he you know he strives on being you know he'd been able to cut and oh make yeah. those quick moves and exactly. you're not gonna be able to do that if your ankle's not right but so no. my question to you just so that we can move us along here. Who is the big, biggest beneficiary? I mean, we've got Allen Robinson who, you know, now is going to be the de facto wide receiver one. Uh, Ben's Gronick. We got 
Van Jefferson who just returned off IR. Yeah. Who do you like? Who do you like to kind of, you know, be the biggest beneficiary? And and I guess the secondary question would be like, do you trust any of them? Uh, do I trust any of them? Not really, um, yeah. because Stafford is also injured. You know, dealing with the concussion. He's it seems like he's trending upward though, so he should play this weekend. Um, I mean, I, I'm interested to see if they're going to put a Rob in the slot. And if they do, I would kind of lean my trust towards him a little bit more. Um, we've both got to be Skoronek's with job, him. right? I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I guess, but if, if they're going to leave him on the outside, they got to put a rod in there or a Rob, sorry. Um, but honestly, the, the biggest beneficiary is probably Tyler Higby. Um, yeah. He's, <clears throat> you know, he's got a, a comfort level with, with Stafford. Um, he's been a pretty reliable tight end this year. Most How many more targets is this dude going to get, though, man? <laughs> I, I mean, if it's, if it's the only place that they can go, yeah. Um, I I don't know. I I'm, I just don't like this team at all this year. Um, and I've suffered with them because I don't have any Cooper Cup shares. So everyone else that I owned has been uh, pretty much hot garbage. So yeah, I, I I'm with you. I don't really like. I don't really trust anybody to start this week unless you're. You know, bye week desperate, which a lot of us are. This is a pretty rough bye week. Um, yeah, Jacksonville, Jacksonville Miami, Miami, Seattle, Tampa Bay. There is a lot of fantasy friendly names on those four rosters, um, right. which was probably not something we were saying. You know, coming coming into the season. I mean, Jacksonville, we were like, well, maybe Seattle, well, maybe Tampa and Miami. We were like, yeah, I mean, at least the receivers. But yeah. now, like Seattle, just you know, loaded. Jacksonville's got at least you know ETN Miami just loaded, and then Tampa's still you got those receivers right. So like yeah, it's 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 a bad week. So everybody's hurting this week. So my thing is like if you know, I would take a chance on Skaronic or Jefferson. I think Robinson's still probably rostered in a lot of leagues, Um, but. I would take a chance on them. I'm not starting them this week if, unless I'm desperate. So that's kind of my, my quick take on it. And I actually mentioned that briefly in the uh, Bods, Bonds, no, in the Touches, Bonds, Targets, Bands, and yeah. Snap Count oh. article that I do uh, that went out on Tuesday morning. So you can go check that out on Fantasy Six Pack. Got it. All right. So next up here, um, and this is the, the other big uh big fall that is a definite well there's always next year uh for this one and it's uh mr zach Ertz um exited the game in the first quarter after his first catch um and now he's going to be out for the rest of the season with this knee injury so definitely a big blow to arizona um we were already talking about murray being banged up and, and I, I guess colt mccoy um you know, Hopkins just came back, so he's been playing pretty well. But Ertz has been 
the target hog um, for this team, uh, mostly because Hollywood Brown went down. You know, he he should be coming back this week. Uh, he's at least practicing, so good sign there. But this is this is definitely a big blow to this team, and you know, Arizona, I guess ultimately needs to to find a replacement. You know, rookie Trey McBride. Is, is that who you like here? Or do you just think he's going to be kind of a periphery guy and then it's just going to go back to the receivers? I think it will just go back to the receivers, honestly. Uh, I mean, we saw like maybe the game plan it a little bit better and get Trey McBride involved. Um, but I'm, I'm not holding my breath there. I, I want to go elsewhere. I mean, you got to remember Trey McBride's still a rookie, so rookie tight ends yeah. tend to struggle. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, if Hollywood can get on the, on the field, that's going to help out a lot. Then you've at least got the three headed duo with Hopkins Brown and Rondell Moore. Um, so that will, that will ease a little bit of the pain of losing Ertz, but Ertz is a huge piece of that offense, man. He really yeah. is. Um, so that's, and it's a massive blow for fantasy managers. He, it really is. You know, I, I had Ertz in, in one league and, you know, to where, yeah, you know, he wasn't a juggernaut. Like, you know, he's not Kelsey. He was having a damn fine season, you know, uh, four touchdowns, caught 47 passes already. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's pretty damn good for a tight end right now. Tight end is a wasteland after Kelsey and, and, and Andrews. And of course, Andrews has been hurt. So um, this has been bad. So, you know, I mean, I'm trying to think of like what what I, what I go and, you know, let's, let's, let's skip ahead here and, and AJ introduce the, the other tight end and we'll just pair these together. Cause then we'll, we'll go after the next discussion here that we have. Yeah, this this one falls into the uh, gone but not yet forgotten category of injuries uh, that we've seen from week 10. And this is Mr. Dallas Goddard, um, Ertz's former battery mate. It's weird, um, to say the least, that both of these guys go out on the same same week. Um mm-hmm. The Goddard injury was, uh, it's his shoulder. It's more of a fluky thing because of the call and or missed call that has just been beaten up across the entire Philadelphia talk sports talk radio uh, this entire week so far. AJ, AJ, breaking news. You can find love on a new dating site. Oh, gotta love okay. the porn bots. Yes, um, they are commenting. They are here. It, but we've I made mean, it, AJ. It, wait, is Jordan <laughs> is Jordan Love in the game? I'm confused <laughs> now. I, I said I'm not watching it. So, uh, is is something wrong with Aaron? No. Did he? No. Did he find love taking no, his position? Good. But anyway, Dallas anyway. got her. So he got her. Yeah. Um, the uh, for those of you who don't know. Um, Dallas Goddard was taken down uh, on, on a catch by the face mask um, pretty blatantly, but it was a missed call on the field. Uh, another defender came in and, and hit him at, you know, as his neck was, you know, contorted. 
uh, and he was falling to the ground, knocked the ball loose, fumbled it, and Washington recovered. So they reviewed the play to see if the recovery was a down by contact, which it was. Um, but because of the rules of the NFL, they couldn't fix their screw up in missing the face mask call. Um, and that was just one of many, many bad events that led to the Eagles getting their first loss on Monday. Uh, but this is, this is a huge blow for, for this team. Um, AJ Brown was beat up in this game a little bit as well as dealing with an ankle injury. Um, Devonta Smith, you know, came out of the game uh, or coming into this week. He's he's got injury issues, but Goddard's not just, uh, you know, he's not there to be a blocking tight end. And the guys behind him aren't really seasoned uh, tight ends either. So where do you think this one's going to go? Do you think they're going to try to lean more on the running game? Do you think that this is going to be receivers or other so, <laughs> or, or the Jalen Hurts show? I don't know. Um, so honestly, his, his best case return would be week 15 too, but I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, I think where we're going to see this, see this go is, we're going to get – I think we're going to get Devonta Smith more consistently involved. Um, A.J. Brown's obviously going to get his. I don't really like any of the other receivers. I don't think that's going to be a thing. So I'm not worried about that at all. I mean, you're the Eagles fan, but correct me if I'm wrong. The rest of the receivers are total garbage. Um you know, I wonder if yeah. you know they they start <laughs> mixing in and packaging in Kenneth Gainwell a little more. Um, again, nothing that I'm like, oh yeah, you got to get him off, the, you know, the waiver wire or whatever if, if he's sitting there. Um, um, yeah, there, there's not really anything to waiver wire worthwhile from yeah. this team. I mean. Zach Pascal might get a few targets. Um, you know, the the two tight ends, uh, Jack Stoll and um, Calcutta, I think his name is the other guy. Uh, oh, I, I had it. I had it. I'll pull it up here in a second. Hang on, I can tell you. Um, yeah, Calcutta. Calcutta. Yes. Jeez, that's a mouthful. That's that's your quote. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. You know, I think I think they're going to get involved, but they haven't been involved yet. So yeah. it's like a, a new, you know, a new thing that's going to yeah. have to happen in practice to really get a chemistry so, going there. So this is why I wanted to put these two together, right? Is so look, we've talked about you know who's going to make up the who's going to make up you know the the slack on those offenses, but look. Fantasy managers who had Ertz and had Goddard don't care about that. They need to, they need to find a tight end replacement because they probably didn't have one. Right. So they're looking at the waiver wire and, you know, at this point it's Thursday. So you've probably gone out and found somebody, but you know, just in case, 
you know, let's get into it. So who are some guys that you were looking at picking up and a, a name that jumped out to me immediately? I mean, yes, you could go after Stahl or McBride, but I think we just talked about them. Like, I don't think they're ready for that role yet. A guy that was probably dropped in a lot of leagues, and I was lucky enough to get in one, was Hayden Hurst. Because he yeah. was on by, he was sitting out there. Yep. Um, which was shocking. I, I it's just I don't quite understand why he was sitting on waiver wires. I know he's had you know not awesome weeks, but I mean th- th- that's he's, called he's serviceable though. That that's literally called you're chasing points and and on on things like that because he is still tight end fourteen on the season. I mean like yeah. he's been okay, man. <laughs> like. Um, another name that jumped out to me was Juwan Johnson, and man, yeah. he's super streaky. Um, he's tight end depend- or touchdown dependent for sure. But I mean, he got seven targets last week. I, I'll go back to that well if I, I'm desperate, and I have yeah. in, in one because I got I got her in one league, and I've got <laughs> and I got uh, Ertz in the other. So, well, the the big thing there is. You know, Johnson was supposed to be kind of a stopgap for them while Adam Troutman was injured. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's back and he's got what four targets, I think. Yeah. One one target, one catch uh in week nine versus Baltimore, and three targets, two catches, twenty two yards versus Pittsburgh last week. <clears throat> now yeah, I mean that may John- not continue. He may get more involved, but for right now, it's it's Johnson's. Johnson's, kid. you know, he, again, he's unfortunately going to be super touchdown dependent. If he doesn't score, yeah, he's getting you almost nothing. I mean, even though he had seven targets, he caught five. It was forty-four yards. If he doesn't score, that's four and a half points. <laughs> you know, like yeah, you know, I mean, PPR another, that's great, and that's nine, but half that's seven. Yeah, it's like another okay. guy similar to. You know, the Hayden Hurst uh, issue is Tyler Conklin. He was on the bye um, last week as well. Now, again, he's been pretty streaky too. You know, mm-hmm. he started out really hot and then cooled down and then had a huge game against New England uh, and didn't do anything against Buffalo. Then they had the bye. And guess who he plays this week? New England. So, I mean, if you're, uh, if you're, somebody who goes after fate and you know replay games um he might be a good option for you um but you know foster moreau's still out there in a lot of leagues i know he's not killing it but again like you know you're in sort of that it's unfortunate because you you took earth you took goddard early enough in your drafts but not, you know, the Kelsey Andrews early, but early enough that like it was a re- you felt like it was a reliable tight end and it was working for you. But unfortunately, yeah. they got hurt. So you're left with the scraps. You know, at this point, you're not finding Cole Komet sitting out there who's just gangbusters did, right now. Actually, you're not, you know, you're not. I was amazed. You're not, you know, you're there. not. I mean, but maybe that's not everywhere. Maybe in like a. You know, you hope David Njoku can come back. Maybe not this week, but next week, and maybe you just like stash him just in case. But there's there's just not there's just not a lot out there, man. Nobody really no. 
nobody really interesting enough to to no, nobody that's like a slam dunk like oh my god it's got to be awesome so um bob's asking us our opinion on derrick henry and so just got a big screenplay yeah he's asking uh he's asking us our opinion on derrick henry in his last year of his contract um i mean look i i, I I think it's kind of just too early to tell. I mean, this guy is going to get paid somewhere, but I think every team in the world knows that this dude has a lot of mileage and he's going to slow down sooner rather than later at this point. So I don't know if he's going to get, you know, maybe some enormous contract, but I mean, he's a big dude. Um, he's massive, but so, he's cut. He's not like, like I get it. Like a freak. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, he's he not a Eddie Lacy. Good way. Rumor is Seattle with his agent. I don't know. Seattle's got uh, uh, got, got Walker, Walker now. I don't know if they're gonna pay. They still got Rashad Perry, who is, is always injured. Penny, sorry. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't now, know if Penny's gonna be there. But now, now Derrick Henry threw a touchdown. Jesus, you are like ten seconds ahead of me, but that's cool. Um, nice. But anyway, so you're I should be watching this game. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think it would be pretty dumb of Seattle, who has many other needs, to go I, out and yeah. pay Derrick Henry, right? Uh, when they've got Walker on a rookie contract, so that I don't, I really doubt that would happen. Um, he's a he's a dual threat. He can throw and run. <laughs> yeah, and apparently, Smith. <laughs> triple threat. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a lot of uh, it, it'll be very interesting to see where he goes. Uh, I mean, he he will definitely be valuable wherever he goes. Um, but you also got to remember, right? I mean, it's this Tennessee offensive line has been damn good. So yeah. you got to wonder there too. Like, I mean, what happens if he goes to like oh, who's got a really bad offensive line right now? Um, Packers. <laughs> That's not a good example, but, but it is but, actually a good example. But yeah, I mean, I was going to say them, but I was trying not to. I was trying to think of somebody else. Um, Pittsburgh. uh, like, yeah, Pittsburgh's, Pittsburgh's a, yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh's new bat. But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it, it landing spot will be Kansas City will matter. But I mean, it's still Derrick Henry, so he'll be he'll be ranked very high. But anyway, let's jump into last two players here kind of big names that got hurt and um i'm gonna mix it up on you mike so keep your toes miko Harmon. this one's today uh abdomen injury kept him out last week they just decided to put him on the ir and i wonder if this is just the chiefs being like look we're gonna make the playoffs we're just gonna keep you healthy we're not gonna rush you back um regardless though What's the impact of the Hardman injury on this team, AJ? Not much. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, who, I mean, who? But who picked up well, the slack as far as fantasy? I, yeah, I mean, Kelsey's still going to get his. I, I think that this bodes well for Kadarius Tony. Um, you yeah. know, it's a nice. Uh, you know, uh, what do you want to call it? Like a preview of what they traded for. Cause he should be the one to get more playing time from this. Um, 
MVS is MVS. You know, we know what he is. He's uh, not great. Hasn't done a whole lot in this offense. Um, CEH is like forgotten. So I don't really see him all of a sudden coming back into the fold. Yeah, CEH um, forgot, man. That's that's an understatement. Oof. Yeah. Gone. Two snaps and last week. Totally forgotten. Yeah, absolutely. He's crazy. He's, he's Never seen a player him. just completely fall. Four snaps. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's no. He had two two targets. Yeah, that's what it was. He had two but targets, no rushes. Catch either of them. Four snaps. So. Like what? I mean, in he went from week seven playing, getting you know. Yeah, not great. 32 rushing yards and a touchdown, getting some targets to the next week, getting five rushing yards, two targets to zeros. Man. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, McKinnon could be interesting. Um, I still feel like he's kind of already. He's got getting, his role. His role, his role, you know, is is covered. So, I just like Tony. I I think he's, you know, if he can continue to stay healthy and play, you know, good ball with with Patty Mahomes, definitely an upgrade over uh, Danny Dimes. I like him. I think yeah, I think he's going to benefit the most. Yeah, yeah, just, I, that, just that's a little, little, little uptick. I'm not I'm not the biggest Tony fan. Um, I know he's you know he's he's got some talent, but I'm not the biggest fan of his. Um, but yeah, I mean, with Hardman missing a few games here, he's going to see an uptick in targets. And don't forget, Juju's still still questionable here. Um, so especially yeah, this Juju, week, like, Juju could play, but uh, but yeah, but I mean, like, look if 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 Juju. Well, we know Hardman's out, but if Juju doesn't play, then Tony's definitely going to see an uptick in targets. Yeah. So that's that's going to be pretty big there. Um, his uh, his DFS number should be pretty low. I I've not seen it yet, but I'm guessing he's not a, a high priced <laughs> commodity this week. Who Tony? Uh, yeah. Um, I do not know. Uh, I have not looked at DraftKings yet. Um, you're gonna make me log in, aren't you? No, Chris is gonna no. ping me for my my number here. There we go. Gonna I'm gonna me, go. Yeah, with no, I mean, 3,800. And I have no idea. <laughs> no, I mean, he's also the Sunday night game, so um, Ooh. it's not an easy. Yeah, and that's that's kind of that hurts a little bit. Yeah, so it's not as easy to create, you know, mix. I think basically, I, I mean, uh, yeah, what you those aren't typically in the, the normal run of games, right? No, no, so you're usually be playing, getting like those. Uh, so he'll be, he'll be Sunday, Monday, highly rostered in showdowns, I imagine. Yeah, uh, but I am kind of curious as to what his his. I, I just I do now want to know what it would be for Sunday night. Um, I'm guessing it would be whatever showdown just captain mode. Still, uh, well, you could do that or just pick it. It's that might be different pricing though. Uh, well, no, because it's only 
What? Oh yeah, yeah. Five, you can do like you can do like the Sunday Monday games people. or whatever. Yeah. But for showdown captain mode, he's twelve thousand. So yeah, that's really high. That's that's hard to mm-hmm. that's hard to really. Yeah, it, it's tough because the pricing is different when you have less games. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, Adrian, uh, I saw your comment. Yeah, go ahead and ask the question, man. Uh, we will we will answer it. Um. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's obviously Tony. MVS gets a you know a slight uptick, especially with, with Juju out. Um, I mean, Mahomes is going to spread the ball around still, but I mean, it, it does kind of condense the targets to these few guys at least. Um, if Juju's in, I, I think it's more Juju and MVS, and then Tony's third still. Um, so there we go. But I mean, MVS is limited practice today too. Questionable uh, with illness. Kelsey. Kelsey all the way. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Uh, well, we do have a question from um, Adrian finally. So here we go. So, so I have Cup, Boyd, Devonta Smith, Rondell Moore, Ooh. Sutton, and Amari Cooper for running back. I have Chubb, Swift, Walker, Pierce. Since losing Cup, I don't know what to do. Should I trade Pierce plus a wide receiver for an upgrade? Uh. <laughs> I don't know if you have to. I would try to unload Swift. That's my opinion. I would. I would. No, when he's taking Swift, Swift has been garbage, dude. Yeah, you're not. You're not going to get much for Swift. Um, Pierce's is intriguing because he gets yards. He is not getting touchdowns. I would maybe think about Pierce and Boyd. See if you can do something there. Pierce and I mean, Boyd because Chase is coming back, or Pierce and Smith because Moore is or not more uh, Hollywood Brown is coming back. Those would be two that I would yeah. that would potentially do. But yeah, I mean, if you could finagle Swift in it, that would be phenomenal. But uh, good luck. Yeah. Um, or, or. But I mean, like you're Sutton, still okay. Like after this Your week, running after backs Sutton are strong enough with Chubb, Walker, and Pierce that I think you're really good. Um, you know, obviously throwing one of them in your flex. You're just saying here, I could run three of my running backs. Um, your receivers yeah. aren't horrible. Um, cut, losing cup is obviously a huge deal. But, I mean, look, Cooper's been very good this year. I mean, last week it was awful again. But um, he's been more good than bad. Uh, Sutton should get an uptick with the Judy injury. Uh, Rondell Moore has been okay. Devonta Smith, as we said, should get an uptick. Boyd's been really good. Um, yeah, it's and, not and horrible. Boyd, You're Boyd not was like serviceable with Chase there. Yeah, um, well, that was also with Higgins banged up, and then Higgins came yeah, back and won totally hundred percent. So, I mean, there is a little like you don't really know so how that's going to play out. But yeah, I don't think you're in dire straits. You don't think you have to trade, but yes, if you want to package like. Uh, Pierce and I don't know. I I would package either Boyd or Moore. Uh, or maybe or maybe you you, maybe you package Sutton to maybe like the Jerry Judy owner and say, "Hey, look, I got Sutton. What do you want?" You know, I don't know. Maybe that's what you do because I just don't think Sutton's gonna be great. Uh, as we know, that offense is pretty garbage. So good luck, man. Uh, we got another one here from Mo Diesel, Flex One, Robinson, or IU, Cat PPR. I'll answer that one first. Um, f- 
flex one. So but basically just asking for receivers. So I'm going Ayuk. Uh, pretty easy there. Should I trade Allen Robinson and Rashad White for Ayuk? I have e Walker, Etienne, Evans, Brown, Henry. So you don't have Ayuk yet. You're asking if you should trade Allen Robinson and Rashad White for Ayuk. Walker, Etienne, Mike Evans, AJ Brown, and Whoa. Derek Henry. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I would. Yes. I would. Well. Yeah, because you're upgrading you're upgrading your flex. Pretty big for me, in my opinion. I mean I mean I I've been I mean you're upgrading your third receiver too. Uh he might not be he might not have to start three. No, I kind of what but... it sounds like. But I mean, Robinson's been pretty garbage, and I know, like, you know, I think we all keep hoping he's going to be a thing, but we'd rather have a guy who's had more good weeks than Robinson, or the guy that we keep hoping is going to have good weeks. I'd rather have, and you know, like I like White, but uh, I don't know if he's going to like win a league for anybody. All right, one more. Uh, Edward Zhang here. Uh, I know this is a crazy question, but Pacheco or Swift is not a crazy question, man. It really isn't. Ooh, it has fallen on hard times for Swift. And in Swift, PPR, that's I mean, tough Swift because is still Pacheco gets getting... absolutely nothing in the passing game. Yeah. That's uh, at I least mean, Swift where Swift makes it up. I feel in... like. So I'm still on Swift passing. because he's involved in the passing game. I I would say see what happens Sunday, you know, morning too, and and see if uh, shit. Never mind. KC is the late. KC is so a Sunday night game. You gotta make a decision. I so go I go Swift. Swift because of the PPR yeah. factor. I agree. So, alrighty. Uh, Last injury here. Not we don't have to harp on this one too much, but um it is slight impact here. I think we can cover this one in like a minute. Khalil Herbert hit the IR with a hip injury. Um believes it's not season ending, but I mean let's be real. Bears aren't going nowhere. Even though they've looked really good lately, but they just they lose to the Lions, so game over. Yeah. Obviously, I mean what what's your thoughts? So, you know, there is uh Ebner, uh, Tristan Ebner, the, uh, the the rookie from Baylor, who, uh, you know, a lot of people liked coming in, but, you know, got kind of buried on the depth chart, obviously. Yeah. Um, so he's going to get some run. Excuse me. Uh, but, you know, do we think Montgomery goes back to just being that boring plotter, but relevant yeah. fantasy you can just count on him getting 20 carries you know type of deal and if he falls in the end zone and gets you 70 yards then you're you're solid i think he will um and, and i don't know if it's going to be as boring as we've seen because fields has has taken so much spotlight right now um well still it hasn't been great even with fields running like crazy Oh, I know. For either one of these guys. I mean, their yards per carry is not good, despite Fields doing what he's been doing. Yeah. I mean, that that's what I'm saying, though. I think 
I think Fields is still going to be the main guy, but I think without uh, Herbert there, I, I think we do see a little bit more out of Monty and, you know, maybe it's just, just getting a few more reps is going to get him to, to break out a little bit. Um, hopefully, but I, I don't, I don't hate the idea of Ebner either. Um, I did take a, a deep dive on him in a couple leagues. Yeah, just, absolutely. Just I, I 100% would. I 100% um, would. These are the types of guys that, and, and look, I, I meant to do this last week, but so I'll do it now. The the lateral show that's also on our YouTube channel here at Fantasy Six Pack, Herms and McLateral, they talked last week about some phenomenal topics. And so what they did, right, is they went through and started talking about gearing up for the playoffs. And we do the same thing, right? Um, but they brought up all the a lot of the same points that we do. Guys, we got to stop holding on to these players that we just think are going to be guys, right? You got to ho- stop holding out hope that, you know, the second running back is going to be a thing. Just just stop, stop it. Go take your chances. This is when you just start rolling through your back end of your roster. If you're not going to use them, you're not going to start them, go pick up the next hot thing. You're not winning without your studs in the playoffs anyway, right? You, you playing some doofus because he's going to get you four points, five, six points, maybe, you know, as a backup, as opposed to taking a chance on like an Ebner, possibly, who could turn into Khalil Herbert, you know, and, and Herbert wasn't great, but he showed plenty better than, than that kind of stuff. And, you know, if Montgomery goes down, then Ebner's phenomenal, obviously, but, um, there's just a lot. I mean, like, look, as much as I, I say I don't I don't want Christian Watson because I don't really believe in him, he's another guy. Where it's like I got what well, like say I got like Corey Davis on my bench. I'll take Christian Watson over Corey Davis at this point. Why not? Take the upside. You know, that's mm-hmm. the type of stuff. And and those were the types of things that, that the lateral show that comes out that drops Thursday morning. Um they were mentioning last week. And, um, you know, they went through also some of these like injury guys uh, and they went through like the types of injuries and how it impacts players as they return and kind of the length of time. It really takes for these guys to bounce back and really be good fantasy players. Um, So be weary of the type of injuries, too. So I really suggest going back and listening to last week's show. I have not, unfortunately, been able to listen to this week's to hear what they talked about. Um, But I'm sure it's fantastic. Those two guys are are awesome. So, um, all right, man. So let's rip through the rest of these injuries and, and get going. All right, so starting off with quarterbacks, we already touched on Arizona. Both uh, Murray and McCoy are questionable. Uh, Murray dealing with the hamstring, McCoy dealing with the knee. Again, it's a Monday night game, and it's a tough opponent, San Fran, so look elsewhere if you can. Josh Allen um, is also a – wait, why do I have him as Monday night game? Oh, whoops, that just copied. Never mind. No, uh, but Josh, they did move that game to Detroit. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, Josh By Allen the way, is, there was a hilarious-ass tweet that came out about that game. It was talking about how much snow, and it was just like, Buffalo's supposed to get six feet of snow. Right? Okay. <laughs> Devin Singletary, he's 5'7". 
I was like, you can't tackle me if you can't see me, bitches. <laughs> Run through the snow. <laughs> How funny that's, would that be? It's gonna look like uh, clearly that's not how it works, but it's, it's gonna it's look still like funny to hear. the old school Joe Montana football with blimp view on. <laughs> Just see yeah. the little yes. circle. Yes, around. that was the stupidest view ever. No, it was awesome on kickoffs because you could always return one for touchdown. At least I could. I don't know, but well, anyway, all right, Josh, <laughs> Josh Allen, questionable elbow. I, I don't see him not playing, but keep an eye on it. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's going to play, but yeah. And he, yeah. I mean, he played pretty well last week, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, Rams, yeah, we, we mentioned Stafford already, concussion. He was <laughs> watching two catches for two touchdowns. <laughs> this bastard. Love it. It's uh, so bad. It's not even good. Oh, my gosh. It's right, so whatever. bad, it's not even good. Thanks, John Madden. Um, <laughs> Stafford concussion, full practice yesterday. Uh, Wolford is dealing with a neck. He's questionable. Did not practice yesterday. Did not see what he did today, but Stafford's likely to play. And the last one I have here is Mr. Carson Wentz. Still on the IR with this um, finger that he uses for... Oh, but it don't matter. It don't even matter. It doesn't because he sucks. He is... They've out already at announced least one more week. Already announced Heineke's starting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, he deserves to. He does. We got for he's running so, back. He's so fun to watch. All right. Running backs here. Gus Edwards, uh, limited practice Thursday, hopefully coming off the IR with that ham- hamstring injury. So uh, got to look out for that if you were hoping Drake was going to be a, a big thing. Drake, uh, Gus Edwards will definitely cut into that, but I'm not going to just. Vault Gus up to the top either. Zeke limited practice Thursday. Sounds like he's a go. I I know Jerry Jones. That's that's Jerry Jones' boy. But man, coaches got to step in at that point and be like, no, dog. Pollard's way better at this point. <laughs> but who knows? It may not happen. Um, Leo Fournette. Leo Fournette. Who typed this crap? AJ. Um. Hip injury is questionable. Did pull his, did get did knock him out of the game last week, which is why Rashad White is being discussed, obviously. Um so I like Rashad White to be a thing, although they're on by, so that doesn't matter. Yeah, Again, who typed these notes? Uh Mark Ingram, knee MCL, didn't practice Thursday, questionable. Do you know who the New Orleans Saints signed to their practice squad? <laughs> no. I mean, it used to be an absolute juggernaut. David Johnson. Uh, David Johnson. Whoa, that guy's still alive? <laughs> he shit. still plays, apparently. Do you remember the last time we saw him play? He looked, like he, had, like, with, like, he looked like he had the tackling sled tied to his back, dude. Like, it was bad. Really last time bad. he Last time he played was for the Texans, who just picked up oh, God. Eno Benjamin. Eno Benjamin. Oh, yeah, I did see that. All right, that is so, a little interesting, but Pierce has been so good. I just I can't imagine Benjamin like really taking a lot of work from them. And then uh, McKinnon, I think you already talked about him, so we'll yeah. move on for that one. All right, receivers, so receivers, we'll split this one up because there's a lot. Uh, but we've already talked about a lot of these guys. So Eagles are down right now. AJ Brown's dealing with an ankle. Uh, Devonta Smith is dealing with a knee. Um, both limited practice uh, today and questionable. 
Jerry Judy, we mentioned, um, he kind of escaped uh, being in the upper section of this uh, of this show, uh, dealing with his own ankle injury. But it sounds like he is questionable uh, as well and could potentially play. Juju, we talked about concussion, uh, did not practice today. Um, Isaiah McKenzie was a new add to today, did not practice. He is dealing with illness, um, questionable. And DeAndre Hopkins, again, Monday night football game, questionable, dealing with hammy. Um, He's, yeah, Monday night, so... So before we jump into that, though, I want to bring up another question here from Tanner Nelson. What running back should I trade Joe Mixon for? Full PPR. Uh, I mean, that's that's tough, man. Um, again, you know, we, we talk about trading a lot on this show. Some of the preseason, just sort of like strategy. Um, we talked about it last week, too. Uh, just sort of general tips on how to get trades done. Right. And so really what it looks down, you know, what it comes down to is, I mean, I don't, it's hard to do a one for one running back trade. I I just don't, I mean, unless you're buying, I don't know. Why uh, are you selling Joe Mixon? Well, yeah. I mean, right now selling Joe, well, well, coming off his five touchdown game, I don't, I don't blame you. His schedule Uh, does get tough for the playoffs and then chase is coming back so maybe they don't lean on him as much this week might also be good but coming off a five touchdown game i get it you want to you know you want to because he hasn't he really just hasn't been good this year and so i don't i don't mind selling him the problem is like who are you going after right and because you 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 could go after somebody who's maybe underperforming and then you're hoping they come back i don't know like would you feel comfortable Taylor. trading Joe Mixon for Jonathan Taylor? Yes, he had a good game last week, but like I would. He's been super underperforming this year. Would you want to do that? Um but yeah. like outside I mean, of that, that I mean like that's a good one. I don't I I, I don't know. Like, I mean, would the Damian know. Pierce or the Kenneth Walker managers do a one for one swap? Maybe, but you're, I feel like you're just kind of like swapping guys at that point. So trading a running back for a running trading back, just a trade. Now, when I trade a running back for a running back, I want to trade like the, the, you know, the, the guy who's just he's, he's falling out for no reason or full PPR. So <laughs> he's, he's sort of, yeah. Um, well, no, I, you know, I, I want to, I want to trade the running back. Who's sort of like overperforming. But Nixon's not overperforming. He's kind of he's he's, he's per- doing what we should he should be performing ish. But yeah, so that that's not, a tough one, man. That really is. You just gotta evaluate teams and, and you get a feel for it. I, I factor for passing. That's what I know. That's not the answer you wanted, Tanner. But that that's really what it comes down to with that. So uh, let me finish off here. The wide receiver injuries. Marquise Brown foot. Uh, as we mentioned, he might be coming back. MVS illness. Limited practice today. Curtis Samuel, Shin, limited practice Thursday. Devontae Adams, an ab injury, limited practice. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, same old story, limited practice. Got to see. They play Sunday night, so that's another tough one. Uh, I I feel like we've got to get some pretty good news for me to trust either one of them. Um, Justin Jefferson, a toe injury, limited practice. I haven't heard a whole lot of, like, negative things on that one, so I feel like it's probably fine. Wandale Robinson hamstring injury did not practice Thursday, so keep an eye on that one. Yeah, um, and we 
threw DeAndre Carter on here. He popped up today, questionable with ribs. The only reason we put him oh, on I, sorry, because I mean, of I the other two. Shrunk. I didn't see it. Yeah, no, that's okay. Um, and uh, he was a limited practice today as well. But if if the other two – Don't get rid of those Josh Palmer out, shares just yet. Yeah. <laughs> just just wait and to see what And keep happens. in mind, Gerald Everett's probably out this week. So, yeah. um, um, Speaking of, we'll get to the tight ends here. Uh, Gerald Everett, uh, groin, limited practice. Joku, we talked about a little bit. Ankle, limited practice. Um, Cole Komet, questionable with a thigh issue. He was limited practice today. And last but not least, Mark Andrews, um, fresh off of his rest, I mean, bye week. Uh, questionable with shoulder issue. He was limited practice yesterday. Uh, I believe he may have been a full today, uh, but I did not check that so that is the injuries and basically the entire show so let's jump into (laughs) rankings review here um so again this is where we get to grill joe on his uh award-winning rankings for this week and see uh see what the what the what the pop all right bring it all right so Justin Fields. You're not even looking at me. <laughs> it's, I, I, I can see you. Okay. I can. I have very wide range of peripheral vision. See, I can see my hand. That's, that's okay. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Justin Fields. Back to back weeks of QB1 finishes. So explain why you have him as QB5 two spots below consensus this week. Yeah, man. I just, uh, I know Atlanta's offense is awful, but I don't know if he's going or their, their defense is also as bad as their offense. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, let's be real. <laughs> Who are you? Who would you actually start ahead of or Justin Fields ahead of Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, or Jalen Hurts? Those are the four I got ahead of him. I mean, maybe. Does it make you feel a little better? Does it make you feel a little better that before those two QB one finishes, he has a QB three finish? No. Like he's still so QB five. I mean, you're still starting him. You know, yeah. like let's be real. Like, I, I don't know. It, it's one of those like he's been good. I, I I just don't know if he's gonna have to do as much against Atlanta as he had to do against Miami and even Detroit. Atlanta's offense is not gonna had keep to do up it against Miami. Miami is a goldmine for every quarterback that plays against them. Well, my point, right, is that game script played a big factor into why Justin Fields still had to keep doing what he was doing, right? Oh, yeah. And yes, it's rushing yards that that really propelled him up there. But Miami, shootout. Detroit ended up being in a shootout. Do we really think Atlanta's going to be a shootout? Like, can Atlanta do enough against the Bears defense, which I get, like, isn't good, but can it do enough against 
They couldn't even they could barely do crap against Carolina's defense. I, I don't have the confidence that the Bears are gonna have to like keep their pedal, you know, the foot to the pedal and and keep going for it. Play safe. Maybe it's a David more of a David Montgomery game in, in, in the end. Well, you already poo-pooed Fields that will get, earlier. Fields is gonna get it. He's gonna get it and he's gonna get it early. And then, you know, they, they just start handing it off to you know Montgomery. I mean, to rely on a guy to run for a hundred and you know, twenty, thirty, forty yards every week at quarterback or any position, <laughs> that's tough, man. So eventually it's just gonna the bottom's just gonna fall out and yeah, you know. But again, QB five, I feel like that's it's fair. I, I'd probably have him at, at four or five. Um the the honestly the 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 one I'm actually considering dropping below fields isn't Hertz. It's actually Lamar. Yeah, that's what I was saying. The Mars looked pretty mediocre. Yeah. Um, so, granted, right. you know, we know his legs keep him in the game too, but he just hasn't looked good, man. Yeah. All right. So, last time, Mr. Russ cooking in the kitchen, Wilson, whatever his name, Big Russ, Big Truss, faced that's the right. Raiders. Russ, I have subway shits, Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a problem of your I own. Spit up my beard, man. I almost made myself laugh. Was... I mean, at least somebody's doing it for you. All right. <laughs> Last time Wilson faced the Raiders, he finished as QB3. Uh, you've got him ranked way down at QB14 this time around. Uh, Vegas, just in case you didn't know, uh, allows the second most points to quarterbacks. Do you not see Wilson as a top 10 play this week? I mean, clearly you don't if you have a 14, but I why, do not. Why? Um, I mean, I like the matchup for it. It just, I mean, he's had, he's had other really nice matchups. Jacksonville finished QB 21. Uh, I mean, the Chargers even was a pretty, was a fairly nice matchup. QB 15. It just, I mean, last week he threw the ball 42 times, still finished QB 21. Like, just, it's just bad. Um, no Judy now. Uh, the run game just isn't helping him, so that that's that's just killing him. I mean, look, I'll, I'm happy being wrong on this one. I just do not trust Russell Wilson to finish much higher than that position in the rankings. And honestly, if Kyler Murray suddenly becomes healthy, he will vault him and Wilson will drop down even more. So I, I yeah, I, I could see that. I will just say super hard to trust him. And look, man, I'll be honest. Tannehill is having himself a game tonight, man. Yeah. Uh, we got Great. 282 yards and two touchdowns already. Um, it's like a career high for probably him. probably going to be better than Wilson <laughs> when all said and done. So and I and I buried Wilson on or Tannehill in my rankings, unfortunately. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Moving on to we wrong on that one too. Uh, Mike, you you chiming in? You want to do the running back? Sure. Yeah. All right. I can chime in on the running backs, then you can take the wide receivers. Then. <clears throat> cool. Because right. I'm. Uh, Drink my champagne of beers. <laughs> I thought that was a high life. Oh, gross. 
<laughs> um, so on our beast, we got Jonathan Taylor, you know, the consensus number one pick for this year. Finally finished as RB1 last week. Yay. Is it safe to say <laughs> that he's a set it and forget it player again? Or are you still skeptical since you ranked him one spot below consensus at RB6? Yeah, I mean, a little a little skepticism here. I mean, Philly's been, been good. Um, and oh, I still... Really what? 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 What do you say? Nothing. Just go go with, with your thought. Not that good against the run. <laughs> Not that good against the run. Only it's because of the we'll, Jordan we'll Davis injury, though. Since well, his we'll, injury, they've We'll get back to that. Joe, carry on. Anyway, uh, I do now trust him a lot more with Matt Ryan back under center. And we talked about this before. We talked about this last week, Mike, that Ellinger sucks and he can't be trusted. And the entire offense was absolute hot, flaming garbage rolling down the street meme. And you can't do it. And so now with Jonathan Taylor back, you can trust him. I mean, I I think six might be his ceiling at this point, which is sad. But, you know, the guys behind him haven't been super consistent either all season. Jacob's been up and down. Kamara's been down, up a couple times, down. Chubb's even struggling right lately. Uh, you know, not, not performing the way we wanted to. Stevenson's great, but, uh, you know, it's what I, like there's just a lot of guys like he hits that. You get past the top four or five there, and then you look at it and you go, well, they're all kind of the same, so I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor above all of those guys because I think overall he's the better talent out of all of them, and that's what you look at too sometimes. But, yeah, I mean, I know I know Philly's been struggling against the run a little bit more. I mean, they just let Brad Robinson <clears> – <throat> go crazy on him last week not crazy but so enough crazy enough sidebar uh about that damian pierce do i need to go find out jesus probably i don't know you don't have another one already maybe if you know i just laugh yourself spitting out beer then you would have not needed a second one um pierce ran on on the eagles pretty pretty thoroughly uh the Redskins, sorry, the Commanders, Anders, sorry, the soon-to-be Bezos. Um, I, they they this average is... like three point one yards a carry. It's it's not running on them. They were just able to keep their offense on the field, um, because they were making third downs and yeah, they were short like shorter third downs because they were able to get three, three to four yards a carry. Um, Yeah. Not great. But yeah, the, the Davis thing is, is a big, you know, he was brought in to be our run stuffer and was, Um, but again, the high ankle sprain is, is hurting, but that said they, played the crap out of Fletcher Cox and 
he's complaining because he's tired uh, and old and not <laughs> worth fourteen sign, million dollars. Uh, they signed Linvel Joseph and Indomitian Sue in the last two days. So Indomitian Sue, wow. Yeah, yeah. He, he can. Yeah, he'll he'll fill some snaps. That's a pretty good signing. I like it. All right, we got a question, then we can move on here uh, from Z Killer. Drop AJ Dillon for Damian Heller, Damian Harris. Um, sure. Dylan's been Dylan yeah. sucked. He has been. And he's not great he's, since week yeah. one. Dylan has not been startable. So yes. Yeah, it's been really bad for AJ Dillon. He did. There was like a small glimmer of hope. Um, last week we went thirteen for sixty-five, but he just didn't get in the end zone. But man, it's yeah, it's been pretty brutal. Um, I I don't hate it. You know, you just might have to wait another week for Harris. Um, anyway. Next question. Next question. All right. This one's kind of a little bit more broad of a question, but I want to know your process. All right. With how the Chiefs running backs are being deployed, explain how you do this, you know, rankings process for you. You know, where where are you putting them? Why are you putting them there? Because we all know this this backfield's a mess. Yeah, I mean, it is a complete mess. Um, so basically, the order for the team is for me is Pacheco McKinnon and then CEH um, Pacheco because I think we're seeing that he is getting, you know, he's, he's getting all the, all the carries, right? Um, McKinnon, he's getting all of the passing work. <clears throat> at least lately CEH. I mean, he's basically like, I mean, he, he's basically been knocked out of the offense, but you know, Andy Reid will do some weird things, right? And maybe with a, with a lack of receivers, he'll game plan CEH back into the game and screw us all over who are ranking him low. But you know, CEH was, was kind of living off of red zone, you know, dump down touchdowns. He wasn't running the ball into the end zone. He was catching the ball within the five yard line and running in. That was it. He wasn't like going through the. That that's Pacheco's job. Like Pacheco has outcarried Clyde Ed- Edwards Alaire for many many weeks. So, um, I'm just playing the. I'm playing the 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 workload game with them, but I don't like any of them. I mean. Uh, where do I, I have Pacheco at 25. I, they're all outside of my RB two. So I just, it's really hard to trust any of these guys. That's fair. Yeah, I agree. All right. Receivers. Debo Samuel finished as a wide receiver 52 last week. Uh, you've got him all the way up to wide receiver 10. Uh, are you a little worried that CMC has capped uh, Debo's ceiling moving forward? 
That is a very fair question. Uh, and when I originally did my process, Debo was actually number seven. And I manually moved him down to 10. I very well can move him even lower. <laughs> um, Debo's just such a talent where you know, like, he can break anything he gets to the house. So that's kind of why he stays up there. Like, because once you get past that top, you know, especially this week with a lot of receiver talent missing. Once you get past that top five, six, seven, eight guys, I mean, the guys behind him, they're talented. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, the guys behind him, we're looking at like Tyler Boyd, Cortland Sutton, Gabe Davis, Pittman, Ayu, Devonta Smith, Cooper. I mean, like, it's really hard to sit Debo Samuel behind those guys in the rankings, knowing that Debo really is just the better player. So I, I get the concern with him. I really do. And I, and I do agree that the CMC has, you know, lower Debo Samuel or Debo's Debo's ceiling a little bit. Um, but it, and that's why, you know, earlier in the season, I was ranking him like five, six. So I have lowered him <laughs> <He's> now 10. <laughs> So hopefully he. The question back. is, will it be far enough? Uh yeah, it it might not be, man. I, I we we might have to, you know, lessons learned here. Might have to keep dropping him, but. All right. Donovan Peoples Jones, the firm of law, finished mm-hmm. thirty-one wide receiver thirty-one in week eight, by week, uh, or week eight <clears throat> by then week nine. Last week finished as wide receiver twenty six. Um, do you not trust him moving forward as like a receiver twenty six to thirty since you have him ranked all the way down at thirty eight? I, I like him as like a flex receiver, especially if you have to start three. But that's kind of as high as I'm going to go with him. He he's is he is a very consistent, <clears throat> steady receiver. Um, you know, 10, 8, 10, 12 half PPR points the last four games he's played. Fine. But he's not scoring touchdowns is one problem. So he's at, like, maybe, you know, maybe you're going to say, oh, positive regression is in his favor, but it's just not happening. Uh, so he's got zero touchdowns on the year. He's seeing plenty of targets. He also gets Buffalo this week. And, uh, you know, I know maybe you're thinking, oh, you know, teams are going to, you know, they're going to have to pass on him, blah, blah, blah. But like, this is going to be a weird game. Both teams traveling to not their, their home. And, and maybe that, maybe that slightly puts the favor back to, yeah. you know, slightly helps Cleveland. But Neutral I don't really feels. think it matters, man. Like, I just, uh, I think, I think this, this Bills defense is good enough to, to be able to, shut down a Donovan's people's Jones enough, but I mean, that's kind of, it's really close to where he's finished every week in the, the last couple of weeks. So I don't think I'm totally off here. The Miami game. I mean, they were getting blown out. So they had to pass the ball a crap ton. That's not their game. So yeah, I don't know if we're going to see nine targets to Donovan's people Jones a whole lot more specifically for that game. 
and it was uh, it was helpful. All right. Yep. So my last question, question you guys. Yep, last this this one's gonna be fun for you because I'm calling you out from a couple weeks ago. Right. A couple weeks, you said that you were out as Kyle uh, out as out on Kyle Pitts as a top ten tight end for the rest of the year. Explain why you have him one spot above consensus this week at tight end eight and why you like him a little bit more than the public. Oh, I actually think that was an an error on my import. I just realized that I did this. I'm not going to lie. So I did this right before I cooked dinner and went to the Cub Scout meeting with my son tonight. And I import, I'm looking at it now and I'm like, why the hell is Kyle Pitts number eight? That's that's what I asked. I slid. I actually remember sliding him down to cube to tight end eleven behind Hayden Hurst, and it didn't save. So, not. So not I don't want to. Huh. So, so we did grill you. We did successfully grill you then. I guess. I mean, it just I didn't realize that. The, I didn't realize that. Man, I put him below. I put him below Hayden Hurst, and it didn't save for some reason. I don't know why. That's weird. Yeah, so just did just tell the people who you would drop you them. Found out. So I had him. So my, didn't save. So I'm starting Hayden Hurst, Cole Komet, Tyler Higby, Greg Dulwich, Fryermuth, Schultz, Kittle, Hawkinson, Andrews, Kelsey, all above him right now. Moreau and Hill and Knox, Conklin. At that point, it, uh, whatever. Uh, I mean, Chicago's bad, so take a chance, I guess. Maybe you get lucky. <laughs> I don't know. All right. I, I, I don't, I mean, speechless. I, 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 at that point in tight ends, man, like we talked about the tight ends earlier, like who are you picking up? They all suck. This is nothing good out there, man. Like, what are you going to do? Tight end is now, a crappy position, man. If somebody randomly dropped Kyle Pitts, that's a guy you should probably pick up. If anything, just to trade him for somebody else better. Trade him? Who's trading for Kyle Pitts? I don't know. The nobody. <laughs> the only reason why Come I would have the, the, the only guys, reason why I would have picked up Kyle Pitts, AJ, Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. Right. The only reason why I would have picked up Kyle Pitts is if I had lost Goddard and or Ertz, and he was sitting there like, that's what I'm fine. Saying. I'll take the chance on him now. Like, how how much worse can it be? But you find that guy in probably about six leagues across America. Kyle Pitts, owned dude. Wow. Goddard and Ertz and lost both of them and is now pining after Conklin. <clears throat> but got beat out by a dollar bid on his zero dollar bid. And Kyle Pitts, he, by the way, he is owned- still rostered in him. 93% of sleeper leagues. I know. Don't Kyle forget- Pitts is not out there. You also got to find the guy who's a diehard Atlanta Falcons fan and a diehard Florida Gators fan. (laughs) Exactly. They are out there. Their name is Steve Spider. All right. That is it for the show, guys. We're rambling about Kyle Pitts for no reason. So we're going to (laughs) stop. Good luck this week in week 11. And um, next week is Turkey week. So I believe we're going to be changing our show day. Uh, Uh, Yeah, Wednesday. Probably Wednesday, right? So we will uh, see you all then. And remember to hit that subscribe and like button, guys. Whatever you got to do. 
And uh, subscribe to us on Fantasy Six Pack. Have a good night, everyone. A turkey lurky doo.